Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Alrighty, folks. Welcome in. My goodness, my gracious, on this Monday, January the 16th, the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM here with you. Now, connect with the show. We're, there's going to be some stuff today we talked to that you might want to, to, to visit. The hypocrisy that is circulating right now with these Joe Biden documents, the classified documents that we found in now three locations in which this was not FBI-style raid at Miralago breaking down the closet into Melania's closet, raiding the shoe closet, sh- sh- setting the photos of the documents out on the floor as if Trump had been haphazardly setting them around the, the property. And here comes the FBI snapping photos. We didn't get any of that with the Joe Biden documents. We got none of that. In fact, we got the very opposite. We got Joe Biden's lawyers somehow on November 2nd rummaging around the Biden Penn Center in Washington, D.C. It took in $54 million, that center in foreign donations in 2021, of which 15 million of that from China. I mean, there is so much stuff going on. But let's start with classified documents found in the Biden Penn Center. And then found on the Biden offices and properties, and most notably his garage that houses, stores, the 1968 Stingray. He's got classified documents. The media has already said, we're not done with Joe Biden yet. We're going to align with him. I mean, the stories on CNN are, yes, he might have made a mistake, but then this is nothing compared to what former President Trump has done. Look at what... (laughs) They're going to try and tell you somehow, just like the COVID shots are safe and effective, that what Vice President Joe Biden did in his illegal activity with classified documents is somehow different because his lawyers turned them in on his behalf after finding this ticking time bomb next to the Chevy Stingray, next to the Corvette 68. Okay, there's a big problem. There's a big difference between these two incidences. The number one thing being is Joe Biden was vice president. No authority to do these things. What on earth is Joe Biden doing with classified documents? That's what we're asking as American people. Because what we were told with President Trump is that he he egregiously, sloppily, irresponsibly. Yeah. He put the nation's security At at risk. The democracy became at risk. Uh, with the, the documents that were stored at Miralago. And so it's just, it's offensive. And so I'm, do, I'm calling on Democrats. I'm calling on liberal folks, folks that are maybe leaned in the middle. And, and you're essentially a liberal if you're not doing everything in your elf efforts to get a Republican elected in your area, whether that be for school board, whether that be your state rep, your senator, whatever. You're effectively a liberal And, of course, we'll get into all all the stuff that comes with being a liberal. If you're not all in, excuse me, hardcore for Republican or more conservative agendas, what we're asking from this conservative agenda, this FBI has gotten so far out of its lane, has gotten so far in bed with Democrats exclusively. It's not a they're not political. They're Democrats. Be very clear on the distinction. The treatment that Joe Biden gets. President Trump got none of this. We had three years with a Russiagate. They suppressed Hunter Biden laptop. It was known. It was proof. 
It was proof that Hunter Biden was a was a drug addicted um, deviant involved in international, excuse me, business dealings in which the product he was selling was his dad's name and access and favors. And so that's why there's tremendous concern. You know, we're going to play the concern. You know, you know how Democrats are always scared of everything. Everything's going to ruin the democracy. Everything's a threat to democracy. They're always scared. What we're telling you is let us play that scared thing. We're scared to death that Joe Biden, before he left office, January 2017, as vice president, incomes president, that he took a bunch of classified documents so that he could continue the family business, which is peddling information. He knew he had contact numbers, emails, instructions, all sorts of business critical information when he left the president, the White House, left the presidency in 2017 so that they could continue to reap the rewards of the Biden name. And so we know that then comes true when they sort of self-release these documents to to the public. Now, we don't know the leaker on this one. We don't know the agenda. Why were they doing at the Biden Penn Center on November the 2nd? Why were we able to keep that suppressed once again? Here's more Biden scandal information prior to an election a la Hunter Biden laptop. Here we now have Joe Biden classified document. How are we able to suppress that right before these key moments in time? And, we, and we're the ones running around about how election process in America is, is, is pure, that we need to do everything we can to defend it. And, and we have organized collusion to suppress information. I think if the average, it's so hard to say that, though, because... They're making up these votes anyways. There, there's no way that black folks around this country heard the, the nasty, awful things that Joe Biden said about the, the jungles bringing white children and black children as we celebrate this Martin Luther King Day. Joe Biden on record as saying he does not want his children to be a part of some kind of educational jungle when you were integrating schools, 60s, 70s in this country. So we don't believe that black folks would ever sign up for that in a million years, and they didn't. And so it's hard to say this interfered with an election that they had no intent of preserving any integrity anyways. When they go through that machine, when they mail one out to you, it's pre-selected. Or or you got 25 and I only got one. But the sideshow is obviously if you have scandals breaking, negative scandals breaking about the candidate, i.e. Joe Biden maybe in 2020, Democrats here in 2020, too, Yeah, I guess it makes the fraud harder to sell when you have so many scandals going on. But I don't think that changes voters because I don't think anybody voted for this stuff anyways. See, I think most Americans have a lot more decency that this stuff is really. It's against everything you ever learned about playing by the rules, equal systems of justice. I mean, could you imagine and parents do this and they, they pay the price. If you cheated your children, like, say, the FBI treats Democrats and Republicans. Where both children supposedly commit the same crime because you're a Democrat, there's some kind of humanitarian excuse for that crime. But if you're a conservative, you're a threat to the democracy. Put them in jail. Forbid them. Stop. If you're a Democrat today or a non-voting Republican, meaning you don't care, you're in the middle, you're in that gray area that doesn't exist. 
Where do we get to? It's like, okay, this is repulsive. The hypocrisy is suffocating. We don't have the outrage. Trump has a box of documents in Mar-a-Lago. President, former President Trump, the authority to declassify documents had already been spoken to the National Archives. But we still did the raid. They still broke the door. They still did all that stuff like they did with Roger Stone and all their theatrics for the FBI. The FBI signed their name. The FBI signed their name to a document that says the Hunter Biden laptop is Russian propaganda. The FBI signed their name to that and suppressed it. And now we know that is it's so genuine. It's like a gift from the heavens. This Hunter Biden thing, because what we do know, Joe Biden, he's made a tremendous amount of money um, from foreign powers on the idea that give me money and I can get favors done for you. That, that is so obvious. So then as an American person, are you OK with a party that operates like that? That wants mail-in voting to basically start two months in advance. Mm-hmm. How, what are you doing voting for a candidate two months before Election Day? You know, in, in Pennsylvania with Fetterman, so many votes had been received early. None of them heard that debate in which he cannot materialize sentences. He, he can't articulate for himself. Nobody heard that. And we're not saying that handicapped people and stroke victims. And mind you, no, nobody talks about this, too. Uh the CDC is now beginning to investigate for persons 65 and older for this sort of acute stroke response after vaccination. We're going to talk a lot more about this uh, in this program. But never forget, John Fetterman is not that old of a gentleman. No. He had a spontaneous stroke sort of out of nowhere. Nobody talks about the vaccine being the culprit to his health demise. Now, he's a big old slob of a thing, and I don't mean that he's huge. He's a big man. He's not in great shape. He's wearing a hoodie. He's wearing, you know, sort of sloppy sweats on the campaign trail. That's not me. That's not what he did. But nobody wants to talk about the really messy thing underneath is that he's also vaccine injured Mm -hmm. and is coming out in the form of slurred speech and slow thinking. But he was elected. I mean, he's one of 100 U.S. senators right now. That's what the that's what the state of Pennsylvania sent to Washington, D.C. And you say, well, how can that happen? Well, it's easy when you have the FBI behaving the way they are. The Biden administration behaving. What a strange response from the Biden administration. Kira Jean-Pierre, Kira, Karine Jean-Pierre. I mean, boy, she's not going to make it through this. This one's too much. This one's going to be the equivalent of like a Watergate, you know, daily in the presser. We need all this information from her in which, number two, one, one thing is she's not allowed to give very much information. Number two, she's not really articulate enough or intelligent enough to, to give reporters what they need. And so she's going to start to see liberal mainstream media get snappy with her because she won't be able to give them anything to chew on every day as the public continues to ask, why is this different? Why is it okay for Joe Biden, vice president? To have all these documents and President Trump, too. And they set that stage. They set that tone from the very beginning, because what did Joe Biden start saying? He said, we had them. We don't know what's in them, but our lawyers turned them right over as if we talked about this. The bank robber says, hey, I think I made a mistake. Here's the money back. Nothing happened. Yeah. Well, it did happen. We got to talk about that offense. We appreciate you turning yourself in. It saves our resources. It saves time. It saves threat to public safety. 
But that thing you did, we could care less how we found out you did it. We have to punish it, right? If President Trump, if they started finding multiple locations, I mean, he would probably still be in jail again under the guise of he's a threat to the free world. President Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Shemaine Navarro, Luke Cashman, producer extraordinaire, producer to the stars, welcoming in after a weekend here. Now, what we got in the next segment here coming up next next few minutes, Tiffany Bartlett, uh, pediatrics, uh, extensive uh, 18, 19 years now in pediatrics. I think this is wonderful, folks, because as we talk about all the things that are um, – Deceptive out there. Um, we just went through a huge deception to the American people that somehow what President Trump did was a threat and January 6th, the worst day ever. The shots are safe. I, I want to at least be able to go to my pediatrician and feel like I'm getting the truth, right? So there's nothing else you're not telling me about this, right? My kid can do this or not do this, and this might happen. You're being honest with me. What we're asking, and we're starting with pediatrics, is how about get honest with those that you're working with? So if you're in the FBI, Boy, you need to be honest with the American people in which if your allegiance to Democrats is so strong, this isn't the profession for you. Teacher activists are are teachers that are in our school systems right now um, talking and dreaming and thinking and only talking of LGBTQ. All that subject, that's wonderful. It just means it's you're in the wrong profession for that activism. School children are not your audience for LGBT, excuse me, TQ. It's just not. So you're in the wrong profession. We've got so many people in the wrong profession. I know we've got one that's really, really good. And we're going to get to her next. Tiffany Bartlett from Roots Medical. When we come back, we'll step away. Just getting started here on a Monday, folks. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM. Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Welcome back into you. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560. Uh, Downloaded KLZ app that lets you take us anywhere. Again, we're replayed again 11 at night. So you've got 9 to 10 here in the morning. Again, 11 at night. We are on Apple iPod, uh, Podcasts, uh, Spotify, 
uh, we're places you can catch us. Yeah. Okay, so that's very good. Now, <clears throat> now one, one thing I've said this before, in fact, many times before I've said this, is as awful as COVID has been, and there's been so many wickedness, uh, so many wicked things come out of COVID, and we've seen the pain, but there's also been so many beautiful things. I have met people through COVID uh, that there's really no other way I would have met them unless this thing happened in this world. It brought people together. The power of connection was so real. Uh, there was a power of connection, and truth-seeking came from people, and something that didn't smell right. All right, so another person that I would have never met otherwise on the line with us, Tiffany Bartlett. Now, I want to give a little background of history. Now, she's about 18 years, children's hospital setting, NICU setting. Now, when you get into a, a, a NICU setting, folks, these are babies that you could hold in the palm of your hand. They're very early. They're sick. There's something gone on. So these are some of our most precious, precious forms of life. So there's 18 years experience there. So we thank her for that. But then now, been able to expand her scope of practice into basically out of the womb to college. That's the beauty. And in an environment such like this, you know, in this this new age of healthcare, in which you really do, um, you need trusted source like your life depends on it. I didn't mean to overplay that. Uh, so I want to welcome Tiffany Bartlett. OK, so welcome in. And I just want to go a little bit about this. Now, in this new what we've asked uh, healthcare providers as they've sort of experienced, lived through covid. I don't know. Just just sort of give us a quick little. Um, what is it like now? Stuff that you're doing now in regular practice, thinking about uh, advising parents about that maybe five years ago wouldn't even have crossed your mind. Uh, but welcome in, Tiffany, Matthew Dark, Shemay Navarro, the Matthew Dark Show. Go ahead. Welcome in. What's it like today practicing post-COVID? Sure. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk today. Um, you know, there are a lot of differences. I think the biggest one is the education piece. I think, you know, in pre-COVID, we were just so used to going into any of our um, doctor's visits, hospital visits, and whatever the CDC guidelines recommended, we just did and no questions asked. Um, and now I think there are a lot of questions being asked because of what we're um, seeing with side effects with these vaccines and, um, you know, things that we didn't know before. And so that education piece has been huge. We really need to be partnering with our families and with um, the children that I work with and just really getting that education out there. What are the true benefits? What are the true risks? And what is the best plan for the family and for their children? Excellent. And I love that. And it's not just since COVID. It's not just vaccines. That's not just what's changed in a kid's landscape. I think of this new phenomenon, this mental health crisis, that, that's real, okay? The, the, yeah. the, the factors causing it, you know, this can go. So, but talk a little bit about how important the mental health, uh, you know, we're always checking in once a year. Is the kid growing right? Is the kid doing this? Are they meeting this benchmarks? But just speak to, if you would, a little bit on mental health. It, it, this is eight-year-olds to 18-year-olds. Their mental health is just as important in progress in their physical stature, isn't it? Absolutely. And I would even go so far as to say it's even younger than eight. Um, you know, some of those mental sure. health issues are starting even earlier. Um, kindergartners, first graders, um, the mental health issues have clearly been on the rise since COVID. Um, I think a lot of it is largely due to fear that has been induced by social media, mm. um, the separation from family and friends, um, simple things like just not being able to see a smiling face under those masks. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I would even say in the younger children, there's been a lot more speech and language problems um, because of these mask mandates and they can't see how to properly form and hear words. Um, so I, I just think there's been a big, big rise in the in the mental health um, side of things. And it's just sad that our kids 
have been faced with this, and, and I just feel like there's a lot we need to do as providers, again, with the education on, you know, just letting them know that they are loved and that, you know, yes. there's people here that can help them through these things. Yeah, I love that because, you know, one of the things, you know, we say we talk about mental illness a lot on this show and, and how it contributes. But, you know, unless you're willing to deal with the reality of, you know, your feelings and we got to deal with those feelings, we can't put them in a corner. Excuse me, because it's uncomfortable subject and we can't put band-aids over things and hope they'll go away. I mean, so really, it's just a, hey, I got this problem I need help with. And, and are you somebody willing to listen to me? So that part, uh, that environment must be preserved, maintained. And I don't know if it always has been. I know with Roots Medical and I know for more functional and holistic practitioners. Um, and I'll have you speak a little bit about that, what that means when, you, when your family enters a more holistic or functional style of care. But it's almost like the mental health, the physical, the gut, the spiritual, the emotional, all that is somewhat taken into consideration when you're treating the whole body. But speak to holistic care, functional care. What, what can a parent expect if they were saying, yeah, that's, that sounds like it's for me? Yeah, yeah. So um, the functional medicine and holistic side, it just there's so many more options there, and you are so right. You do look at the whole body, the whole picture, um, the physical piece, the mental piece, the spiritual piece. Um, and rather than, you know, the traditional way of treating with just placing Band-Aids on symptoms, um, you are really looking at that whole person and trying to get to the root cause of what issue they're having. Um, and, you know, especially with the functional medicine side, looking at gut health, it plays such an important role in everything um, you know, there's in, in kids, especially there's problems with obesity, mm. um, starting young, there's problems with inflammatory disorders and so many intolerances to food, um, diseases that are starting early, uh, cancers that can start within the gut, um, just so many things. So I think that holistic piece and that functional medicine piece, there's so many more options, safer, safer alternatives with homeopathic options. And again, that huge education and partnership piece where we even look for, you know, things like counselors um, and just a way to help the patient head to toe um, to really help our overall physical and mental health. Yes, head to toe is the way to say it. That could mean you could come into the doctor, see your pediatrician, pediatrics provider with a stub toe, a headache, or a mental health crisis. I mean, that's the whole point. That's the whole body. Right. That's the beauty. <clears throat> let me let me ask you, though, because you mentioned something about food and obesity, childhood obesity. What we're comfortable stats that we rely on would show us indicate that five to 11 year olds post covid, a third of that group in America is now considered obese. And I, and I don't want to beat up parents too much here um, because I know. Uh, 99.9999 they're gonna love their kid okay they love 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 their kid i just want to speak a little bit to the wickedness of the food the food sources in america and how we're like i look at it like a dog if your dog is fat okay and no offense to a fat dog it got that way though because of the owner i mean the dog cannot say i'm going out tonight for a quick drive through it just can't do that it's fat or heavy or or less than ideal health because of its owner's choices and i look at five to eleven year olds and I look at the way, you know, COVID set them up for stay inside, have Uber Eats delivered, um, you know, no exercise, seclusion. Um, I, I just hope that we can put sort of the urgency in parents that obesity in that category, I mean, you just know, is catastrophic. What's one way that parents maybe could introduce now a, a way to get back to a lifestyle that would really encourage health for that child? I mean, there is no way video games and obesity in your your early years 
can give you a, a head start at life. There's no way anybody could make that argument. Speak to a little bit some changes baby parents could make uh, as they say, we got to get out of this style. The family, we got to do better than this. Please, Tiffany. Sure, sure. So, yeah, there's a lot of things the parents can do. Um, and again, you know, as you said, it is what the parents have available. You know, it's easy if there's only junk food available in the house and, you know, just easy things that are ready made, you know, that's what your children are going to eat. Um, versus if you really stop and you look at whole food sources and you are really stocking up on those fruits, vegetables, the healthy foods, and that's all you offer your kids and that's all that's available, then that's what they're going to, you know, eat and that's what, what's going to make their bodies healthy. Um, and, you know, these days in America, there's so many extra things in our foods, preservatives and extra proteins, things that our bodies cannot break down. Um, and so I think, again, that education piece plays in, um, you know, just for, you know, kids having all of these food intolerances, even aside from the junk food, you know, we just need to give them that wholesome food and allow their bodies to be able to digest the food and absorb the nutrients, and that will help their bodies be more healthy as well. Um, and then adding that exercise piece, it doesn't take a lot of exercise to help kids to be healthy, you know, even 20 minutes a day, you know, getting outside, walking a dog, or yes. just, you know, playing with their friends, it really doesn't take much. And those little lifestyle changes starting early in life will carry into adulthood and keep them, you know, healthy from a young age all the way through adulthood. And we've really, I think, missed the boat on that um, with COVID and allowing them to you know, just eat those fast foods and the foods that are easy to just stock in the cupboards. And I think we need to make big changes on that. Yeah. And, and, and no offense to mom and dad. I mean, they're both working full time. They're taxed to the brain. Uh, we've never lived in a more expensive world. We sit in it right here. And so there is some, hey, we just got to get by today. So if we can get a fa- to speak to this, though, I, I think this will be very comforting for parents. Um, and it's really a great way to ask the question, I must say, is is for parents maybe thinking about the vaccine for their under 18. And, of course, there's more than enough resources out there for educating. And so you don't really need to give a comment or an opinion there. But I guess tell parents how, in your experience so far with COVID and how kids are doing with COVID, meaning the success that they're having, early treatment op- options for kids, knowing that, you know, you may have just been denied the knowledge, the information that, yes, there's a vaccine, but you know, did you know there's early treatment? And did you know that kids are doing overwhelmingly, and we thank God for it, kids do so well with fighting COVID, the virus. Um, so just speak to a little bit to maybe any concerns parents have about, well, I don't want my kid to get this. I'm thinking this will save them. Uh, just speak to how kids are handling, reacting, and doing with COVID. Yeah. So overall, kids are doing very well with COVID. Um, you know, they're, some of them are having illnesses as minor as it's just cold symptoms. Some don't even know that they have COVID. Um, and just in general, kids really are doing so, so well with COVID. And, you know, I've actually seen um, the reverse. The kiddos that have had the COVID vaccine oh. are actually getting sick more often mm. and having, you know, more complications. And then, of course, you know, there's the myocarditis and the inflammatory disorders and things like that that we're seeing. And um, there are, you know, websites that encourage, I encourage people to take a look at, anybody can look at um, at these things, but I even found on PubMed.gov, so a government site, mm-hmm. May 2021, there's an article out, COVID-19 has a spike protein, which we all know, we're all aware of, that's in the vaccine, it does bind to the cells, and has been shown to damage endothelial cells, the cells in your body, 
and disrupts the blood-brain barrier, meaning these things get through to the brain, um, and that's huge. Um, but then they also, you know, on the on the lesser side of that, they cause inflammation in the body, inflammatory disorders, uh. things like that. So, you know, a kid who has their natural defense on board, who has not had the COVID vaccine, has a very good chance of fighting off this illness, maybe not even knowing they have this illness, versus getting vaccine after vaccine after vaccine, which is actually causing these spike proteins to bind to their cells and cause more damage than good. Mm. Well, I want to say this. I am so uh, relieved and thankful to know that there are providers out there giving this thought to children, knowing that there is an ally out there in healthcare. So parents, you've heard enough already uh, that if you're on the fence with COVID-19, at a minimum, you need to schedule something for counseling and have somebody look you in the eye that has, you know, there's no incentive other than this is my job. This is what I do. I tell you the truth. And then I help you make that or you help yourself make that decision with you and your family. That's what we need more than ever. We've been on record in saying, and, and quite frankly, um, you know, I think most people accept that smoking is really bad for children. Um, we, we, we don't want them buying cigarettes until I think 21 now even. Yeah. Um, and we're suggesting that this this COVID vaccine, the unknowns, are, are much like early smoking. And, and how look at how we have evolved with smoking. It, I think most people, nine out of ten, are say, "Yeah, it's your choice," but they're bad for you. Um, and I think it's the same. We got to get America the same place with this vaccine and this whole COVID concept, this mysterious beast of COVID. It's your choice, but it's really not. You know what you've heard or whatever. Um, so, Tiffany, I want to thank you so much. Of course, Tiffany Bartlett. Uh, pediatric nurse practitioner with Roots Medical. You can schedule with her, rootsmedical.net. Get your questions going. At least get engaged with a, pri- a provider that, that has your kid's best interest top of mind. I mean, and that's kind of what you assume the expectation is. But that's not going on everywhere in America because we know they're vaccinating down to six months. Tiffany, just one more thought for our listeners. Anywhere they can stay safe, stay healthy, give them hope, and then we'll get you out here. We thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there's very easy things you can do even at home. Um, You know, you can give extra vitamin D, vitamin C. Um, There's elderberry, you know, cod liver oil. There's so many things that we can easily get um, any store, anywhere, keeping our kiddos healthy and especially through these, um, you know, seasons of the respiratory illnesses and just so many easy things that we can do to keep them healthy. Um, So I encourage parents just to, you know, do those easy things that we can do and, I would love to, you know, see your kiddos, um, have them come in, and we have lots of options, um, you know, to help them when they are sick and just the education piece. And one more thing, you know, I just want to kind of add to that as far as the vaccines, um, you know, just a point to bring up. When you go to a pharmacy and um, you're picking up a medication, you get this long pamphlet that has teeny little print on it with all the adverse effects, all the side effects listed. But how many times have you gone into, you know, see your doctor and you go get these vaccines? When have you ever been given a big pamphlet like that? that Never. All the adverse effects. Never. Yeah. Um, So, again, just that education piece is huge. And just, you know, getting out there. I want I encourage parents to get online and just start looking at what's out there. Um, You know, the social media has put so much false information out there. And I encourage you just to look for the truth and look for the studies that are out there that have shown um, you know, what's actually happening with these um, vaccines, medications, any treatments before you do them for your children. 
Oh, I love that. That feels so good, folks. You are back in control of your child's health care. You can do that today. Tiffany Bartlett, Roots Medical, I want to thank you. God bless you. Come back anytime, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Take care. Let's do this, folks. We step away for a quick one. We come back. We've got Shemay's local segment. We've got COVID investigations underway. The Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Welcome, welcome back. It's Shemaine Navarro with Don't Tread on May and Matthew Dark on the Matthew Dark Show, 560 KLZ. You know, I'm just um, going to kind of jump in and tell you a little bit of what I did this weekend. So I sit on the board of the Colorado Hispanic Republicans, and we have had a shift in leadership. And it's been really awesome. This organization's been around for like a decade. And um, uh, we have uh, the great... Greg Lopez. Nice. As our president now. Of course, and, former gubernatorial candidate. Yes. Greg Lopez. Okay. And he was actually also the state uh, chair uh, candidate as well. And he he decided to pull out from there and, and kind of focus a little bit more on the Hispanic vote and, and how to bring in, you know, that community mm-hmm. uh, in, into the Republican Party. Because, you know, the, the values align so much. It's about faith family and freedom and uh let me just tell you we had we spent hours hours two days in a boardroom and it was so beautiful going over mission statement vision statement and and how we're going to affect change in colorado and i'm just excited for that new that new change you know we we gotta connect to the people we gotta um bring people into our value system and and you know unveil uh, you know, the facade that, you know, you're with the Democrat Party because you're Hispanic. You know, that's not I'm true. I'm so sick of hearing that. Yeah. That's been my kind of... Oh, I'm so glad you're doing that because, see, my... The, the great gotcha sucker will be, you know, here they are importing all these Hispanics yeah. from all over now. I mean, from everywhere. Way tippy-tippy Central America. Of course, all the Hispanics in in Mexico. And they're importing them, you know, with the hope that they're all voters right yeah and yet democrats represent no hispanic values at least in my experience that i've and and i've again i when i'm when i talk about many many years in a kitchen um that's what i'm talking about experience wise where you're you're around a hundred of these kind of guys and not one of them was the lgbtq not one of them was pro late-term abortion Mm -hmm. not one of them was actually for breaking the law uh but they wanted to work like 80 hours a week and drive nice trucks and (laughs) they were like we made it and i don't care we'll have many kids as we have we'll just keep working um that is very anti 
Democrats. 100%. They think of the opposite, like dad out of the house, good on government welfare, abort that child if you want. Um, yeah. How does this not blow up in their face then? I know. And too often, you know, they're not going out and voting. So right. it's it's a loss. Excuse me. Bless Bless your little heart. Yeah. So, um, and then tonight I'm also actually teaching that um, uh, Republic Rebrand class to kind of educate. And this one's going statewide. Um, We're going to have people. uh, The the model that we're using is obviously Arapahoe County because that's where I live. Um, And we're teaching people about how to get involved with the upcoming uh, reorganization meeting. We have opportunities for every single person, every single county um, to either run for chair, vice chair, secretary of their local GOP and um, bonus members if you have a big a, a big county which Arapahoe County does and um, you know you can also become a district captain and that allows a space for you to bring accountability to the chair vice chair secretary and have a voice on the steering aspect of the local party what kind of hours are involved you think on a on a DC, a district district captain you know typically you have a monthly meeting okay. you know and and that's about I mean, you can just count on that. So, folks, this isn't going to take your full-time job away from you by any means. You no. can make impact with a couple hours a month. And it's great getting connected with other you know, people who align with your, your values yes. um, and your morals and, and hopefully your morals, right, <laughs> um, in your county. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just so nice uh, being able to, to make connections. You know, my, my daughter, she's so funny. Her name's mm-hmm. Santana. Mm-hmm. And um, the other day, my husband, I wasn't, I wasn't with them. I was at the retreat for the Color Hispanics, and they were driving – and my husband made a joke about like, like oh, like a cute little old lady was crossing the street. And he's like, oh, what if I hit her? And uh, Santana in the background, mom, what if that's one of mom's friends? Yes. Well, because she knows you have your seniors. Because, yeah, because I'm in local politics and like, mm-hmm. it was so cute. So, so, so cute. And those you know, are some of our greatest fans. Those little birds. I love them. Those are the, and, and she was right. It could have been one of my, yes. my friends. And uh, or a listener. Yeah. So, you know, there's space for like mentorship opportunities, like where, you know, the people who've been doing this for a long time, they can pour into to you about, you know, process and how, how things work. But in all honesty, we need some like new young blood yeah. um, in, in the local parties to kind of, you know, add some fervor and some fire into these. Into these yes, because efforts. because here it is new energy, new passion. And it's not going to there's some it'll last forever. Some people, hey, I've, I've got two years. I can give you my all right now yeah. or whatever. You catch your way because that's your point in life that you can really make an impact as a volunteer. That's what we're asking. Number one. Number two. In addition to those volunteer hours or resources that you might use, you must shop, participate, and involve yourself in companies and situations that support your values and morals. Yeah. Okay, so so places that ask you to put on a mask, for example, or to do any special waivers to get into, you can't shop there. No. And that's not a, we're boycotting. It's th- That's one of the ways we tell our message is that you've infringed, right? So we encourage every society, every citizen of every county yeah. that, that shares in the belief that I'm a free citizen and I'm going to kind of come and go as I please with or without face covering. You know, you have to wear that. Like, for example, we we don't have Netflix, not because it's so expensive, because it represents totally. the exact opposite of what we want our kids to be. You yeah. see, so we just take that off the, the table. Yeah. And we're asking people to do that with every single thing uh, that they come across. And also identify businesses that are not behaving in a in a Christian uh, pro-people capacity. It blows me away how many businesses said, 
uh, screw the customer. What did you need, local government? No. Blows me away. There was one. Um, we were talking during the break about times that we spent on uh, on uh, Tri Counties, you know, uh, public comment. Mm-hmm. And there was once a business guy from uh, Double Penguins or Two Penguins or something like that <laughs> who I frequent all the time. I thought they were friendlies. Yeah. And he was like calling for like mass arrests yeah, for, for the unvaccinated, for the unvaccinated and the unmasked. And I was, I have not been back since. Correct. I was like, no. No, no, no. You know, you're so right. And I guess the biggest thing is, is you also you never forget. Just because that guy now maybe five years later yeah. sort of changes his tune. No. Dude, you were okay with putting me in jail. Hey, kids, I'll see you in five years because this local you know, brain-dead business owner thinks I should be. That is crazy. <laughs> Don't was. forget those that did these horrific things. I thought he was going to go out and, and talk, like, positively about, like, choice and all that kind of stuff. I, I heard he was on our side. And that's why you kind of actually do need to get involved, because you can see uh, who's snuff for out you. the wolves. Exactly, because they are in there, guys. Yeah. Um, and Ugh. there's a quote that I like to kind of say. I don't I don't actually know who says it, but it says, in um, elections, you vote once a year on the kind of community you want to live in. But when you volunteer, you vote on the like every single day yes, yes. about the kind of community you want to live in. Yes. And, you know, uh, it, it, this is government. Let's be honest. It, yeah. It's not going to be perfect. There are going to be um, just opposition, which is crazy. And that's why we lose all the time. Um, but if you're moving like with what we talk about, with like God, with with shining a light in the darkness, I mean, there's no darkness darker than politics. Let's be right. honest. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just like think it's important to to get involved in, and occupy the space that you are, are allowed, you know, that you're that you have. So what would be the point of living in a community that you now despise? And, you know, I, I, I'm always you know, up up and down our neighborhood, our block, I'm always aware of new people moving in. Uh, you know, we get that maybe once or twice a year kind of thing. And and you're, you're aware of that because if they're bringing things that are against every value or moral you have, you have to confront that and challenge that. Do you not? And so, folks, that's happening in everywhere. Repo County, Jefferson County. I mean, if you live in Jefferson County, no offense. You live in like San Francisco. That blows me away how that and why that happened. I don't think of that. I think of a beautiful western, uh, northwestern part of the state. But but they represent they, they elect trans people to go serve. The, and it's like, how does that person? Yeah. Was that the Titone? That's Brian. Yeah. Brian, I'm assuming Titone. Oh. <laughs> um, but but it just blows me away. How do you send that person to represent your needs when they don't look like or act like a single one of you? That doesn't I don't understand that at all. But it's because we weren't paying attention. And so this calls that attention right back to the front. Yeah. Stay involved. Because our founders intended um, government to to be like our, the people to be a moral and religious people. And so like if the government looks like the way it is, it's because we've kind of lacked in that moral and religious space, you know. And so we need to I don't know take it up a notch, like be a little bit, you know, I, I, at, a, at a certain point, I kind of don't care too much if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Like, do you know Jesus? Yes. Um, do you, are you pro kid? Yeah. Are, are, are you like family first? Yeah. Are, are you like God in the home? Are, are you all these things that are, that make, that just feel right? Cause they are right. Yeah. If you're like that, then yes, it's okay to say, you know, I'm offended. Uh, that you would bring LGBTQ into my child's classroom. And so mm-hmm. I demand accountability as we kick it out. See, yeah. you have, I think 
conservatives. I think Christians are nicer by nature. Yeah. Uh, and they don't like to hurt people's feelings. And yes. sometimes it's easier to just not get involved. And and it's like, uh, okay, 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 okay. But now it's like, well, you better get involved now because they're about to take your kid out of the home, right? Yeah. So you better say something. Um, but we've been we've been inching up to that line. And, and I think for sure, that's why we've had the rise of the palm, the pissed off mom. Um, <laughs> and, and all these people across the country that have then run for office. We yeah. saw that in this state that have taken up ownership, CPAN with Lori uh, Gimmelstein. Parents that have said, you've crossed a line. I say that line has been egregiously crossed, and there's, of course, no going back. But yeah. it should stir something up in our average citizen yeah. that says, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that in my neighborhood. And one of our taglines is, like, start your morning with bravery. Yes. You know? And, like, bravery actually does say it to these th- situations. And I think there's a cu- huge, cu- huge confusion with Christians that, oh, well, you want to give grace. You mm-hmm. want to do this. Right. You want to do it. I, You know, initially, I do agree. Yes, yes, yes. Like, you know, you know, think the best of everybody. But, like, after a long train of abuses, you know, after a long uh pattern of of awfulness like we have to start talking about these things whether it's a chair who's acting like just awful or whether it's a like a you know a candidate a school board member anything like that like we have to like it is our right it is our responsibility to literally use that first amendment right and like speak clearly about the discrepancies and the injustice and the things that are going on the lack of the lack of character the lack of you know all of that stuff. And, yes. and and I get it. It makes people uncomfortable. But at a certain time, if you don't bring accountability to what is wrong, then you're complicit in your silence mm-hmm. to, to what is going on wrong. One thing is don't confuse the kindness for weakness. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, the fallacy is that, oh, well, we got to give grace and forgiveness and all this thing. You, you do, but you, not, not, not in the moment. This would be like an active assault or an active crime happening live before your eyes. It calls for your immediate action to stop that assault, stop that threat. And then you can talk about all the grace and forgiveness and plan after. But that's more what this looks like, that there's an active assault on children and we're not, the fire is started. We're asking you to put it out versus talk about why and then deal yeah we got one more to go folks don't go anywhere it's a good one hunter biden the fbi miralago the documents the rage you name it we're coming back matthew dark show klz 560 a.m on a monday Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado.
Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. I'm back with you and welcome Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM. Your call. So get involved. You know, if there if there's a hypocrisy of the Biden administration of the post COVID era that pisses you off, that piece of hypocrisy call, get involved. 303-477-5600. Email the show, the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Uh, and you can text. You can get involved. 720-999-9493. We did have one texter get, uh, get a question going. What's the most effective way grandparents can get involved? Shimei, what's a good idea for them? Yeah, well, this year we have school board races. And I will tell yes. you, like, it's lonely as a parent who always goes to these things and, and the mass amount of people that are not there um, and, and could be there, uh, you know, talking and bringing mm-hmm. accountability. Like, uh, if, if you want to get involved with the grandparents for kids organization there's one starting and um email the show and we'll connect you to yes. the group that's starting that it's it's a great opportunity for p- grandparents to you know play a role in in the in in being the stop yes. in what the liberal progressives are doing in our schools you know we we need to elect school board members we need to you know get behind that effort yes. and um that's that's the only elections we have this year and we have like a city council as well but like it's our babies. Big big moments. Uh, yeah, exactly. And and gra- grandparents are famous for having extra time. Yes. Uh, grandparents are famous for wanting to be around younger people, and so we're calling on all grandparents to help that younger person get involved. And we need you there. Yeah. Uh, they need to see faces. See, what I like is when they have a full gallery behind them, the faces looking up at these school board members saying, "We think you did badly. We're holding you accountable." And, and when there's two of them, and the, yeah, whatever. When there's a hundred? Yeah. Okay, they hold listen. on a second. We, should we do a better job or should we just run away and hide? Yeah. Um, okay, so that's very good. Now, now, one of the reasons we stay engaged and stay involved is that they've already done a wonderful job, folks, with federal and, and, and nation, statewide elections. They took those. They st- in Colorado, you have to assume that you are living in a state bluer than California. There's no other way to look at that. Or the elections are fraud. Yeah. There's only twofold there. Um, the way Democrats absolutely pummel conservatives in Colorado or Republicans in Colorado, it's stunning. It's mind-blowing. It doesn't look like the two are playing the same game. And in, let's, say, let's face it, they're not. When you can start to vote for Democrats two months before Election Day, and that is their goal, that they mail these babies out in September, and then you can do John Fetterman style where you go door to door and walk people through their ballot, collect it from them on the spot, and you've got months ahead of time to do that. That's how you get people like John Fetterman representing the state of Pennsylvania in the United States Senate. Uh, that is just so un- embarrassing. When I say it out loud, I think there's no way that happened. It did. It happened also in Arizona with Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs might be, well, I've always said if there was no John Fetterman, Katie Hobbs would be the weakest publicly elected official in the history of this country. There's just no doubt about that. Oh, my gosh. The vocal fry. Oh, the I vocal mean, fry. I, I can't handle her talking. Nope. And, and so that's why it's like they didn't really have her talk much, right? They yeah, did the Biden nope. style. They yep. hit her away. That just blows me away. Uh, what people saw of her, the brief moments they saw of her, was enough to 
to say, yeah, I'm in. I'll do the Katie Hobbs thing. Now, that's the fourth largest city in the country. It's a border state. It's it has impact. It's close to Colorado. I think it's important that a state of that size and importance have have leadership that is remotely competent. And there's not. So there's a there's a call to get incompetence and corruption out and start with your precinct, start with your neighborhood. And if you can start with your school board there, and then you can expand that to city council, to your state representative, it's going to come inside out versus we'll get a new president, we'll fix all these things. Totally. How many icky people in federal government did, did President President Trump still have going on? I mean, tons. They're the ones that got the investigations going on. Yeah. Here. Doesn't yeah. It just mean you, you got to keep your own house in order yes it's it's local government it's it's local control and and, and there's corruption at the local yes, level guys we need you to be present and be eyes and a mouth and you know occupy that space yeah because you know one thing that we doesn't make sense is okay so we were everybody's upset about inflation elect more democrats um everybody's I, upset about crime we elected more democrats yeah um everybody's upset about um the border supposedly we elect more democrats see the people supposedly were against all this stuff and Democrats still won. So that again tells me two things. You have fake elections mm-hmm. or people are complaining and not doing anything about it, i.e. voting. Yeah. And so this is only gets worse, never better. What we've said with Democrats is it's a and it's liberal. When I say Democrats, I you're the one that has to take yourself out of that. See, if you're a Democrat from 30 years ago, 10 years ago. Maybe you voted for Obama because you thought it felt good to vote for a black man for president. And there was a lot of that that because you could tell your friends that you're now some diverse. Yeah. And you voted for that. And now you sort of somehow anointed yourself as in the clear. And that's not the way this (laughs) stuff works by any means. But, you know, you have to now flash forward Obama uh, 10 years ago. you're, You're that kind of Democrat. 15 years ago, a lot has changed. Number one is you have this now crazy obsession with the sexual stuff. The LGBTQ, that cult has exploded post Obama. You could say he has a lot to do with it. So you are part of the problem as his vote. So absolutely. Okay. So you have that. Number one, the border, we set records every day. Yeah. That's a new thing. That's a, that's a Joe Biden special. That's a corrupt election special. Right. And so then you have then the FBI. Now, we'll say that the FBI, CIA, these institutions will say they've always been used or had a bias or been a some kind of figure in scandals throughout American history. Let's set that aside. You know, in the last 10 years, it has exploded to understand, like, if you're a Democrat sitting in the middle The FBI is actively working against those who say, hey, the shots are not safe and effective. Hey, Hunter Biden is abusing drugs, uh, using guns, uh, soliciting women of the night, selling, you know, he's, he's making a killing in Ukraine on an energy deal, and he knows nothing about energy. See, if you're a Democrat, now you have to say, is that okay? Do I really want to be on the team where they use brute force and muscle mob style? against the other side and oh my oh by the way the other side is speaking a truth because see 33 percent of all democrats right now confess that they think they know someone that died of the vaccine they know someone family member friend that died and 33 percent of vac uh democrats think it's the vaccine that did it See, see, that's a big deal because, see, you're on that team. There's one team that's continuing to say, get the vaccine. It's perfectly safe. That's Democrats, folks. That's undeniable. 
That's number one. Number two, that border that's wide open that allows sex trafficking and human trafficking to come cruising through, parasing through every day in record capacity. 15, 20,000 encounters a day along our southern border. Some get in, some get kicked out, some go to trial. You don't know, neither do they. See, a Democrat today signs up for all that. And I'll be honest, we reject all that. We reject an open border, do we yeah. not? We reject COVID mandates, right? We reject um, LGBTQ as any, you know, other than, a, you know, we, we, we respect that schizophrenia is out there. We respect that bipolar disease is out there. We, we respect that trauma has happened in individuals' lives that might cause a mental illness or a mental hang-up later in life. We believe in all that. Uh, but we reject Oh, my gosh. And there was something I saw this morning. We'll get into this one tomorrow. Harvard is funding a new program that will speak to. I'll bring this one in tomorrow. This is why we need a two-hour show, Luke. I told you to get us three hours. <laughs> I know. Um, gender assignment, basically, at birth. Well, it's going to counsel. Yes, you saw infants. that. Okay. So I think where I know where this is going is they'll be able to say, ah, this one came out wrong. How? Oh, so we'll go into more of that. Oh, now, we have, we have Rock Haven here tomorrow. Now, I'll be giving a live IV. One of us will. Yeah. We'll go through the benefits of IV therapy and all the healing powers can be done. Well, we have a great show, folks. We're here through Thursday and we'll do this. We'll take a break for 23 hours. We'll come back. But remember, until then, folks, serve God. Help others. Stay good. Goodbye. Stay connected with the show on Instagram at The Matthew Dark Show or send an email to TheMatthewDarkShow at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.